Welcome to the business and financial advice show, Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly. Brought to you by Mega, the monthly entrepreneur growth academy. Your very own group of professional peers offering instant tips, training, and business networking. Learn how to have more time and increase your income by joining Mega today. And now, it's time to get your business momentum in action. Have you ever felt as if you're standing on the sidelines just waiting for your turn? You know what you want to do, but making it happen seems to be a mystery. I'm Scott Card, producer of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly with Nancy Becker. Today, Nancy and her guest, Barbara Portsline, will be talking about setting your business goals with a combination of intention and action. Nancy and Barbara will discuss the importance of knowing the difference between a business and a company. And Barbara will explain how important it is to keep investing in your business even when you think you can't afford it. Let's join our host of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, Nancy Becker, and her guest, Barbara Portsline. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, a podcast for and by entrepreneurs who want to share their go-to tools and strategies that have made them successful. Today, we are talking with Barbara Portsline. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes, that's how you say it. All right. And... She has had over two decades of hands-on engagement in coaching, practicing, consulting, and teaching. Dr. Barbara Portsline has firsthand experience in the ebb and flow of individual and organizational growth and the pitfalls, challenges, opportunities, and dynamics that fuel successful individuals and businesses. She works with both corporations and entrepreneurs, helping them implement cost-effective strategies to create sustainable profits and reduce financial waste. Her clients have achieved such results as launching signature programs, turning side hustles into profitable businesses, increasing long-term revenue over 30%, successfully launching product lines and transition from nearly shutting down their business to becoming profitable. Additionally, she has determined return on investments for her corporate clients and saved corporations hundreds of thousands of dollars. Her work supports a cross-discipline, integrated approach to strategy, which is like no other. Wow, that sounds like an absolutely wonderful bio. Congratulations on everything you've done and welcome to the show. Yay, I am so excited to be here. It is so awkward listening to you to say my bio. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I'm sitting here blushing already if you could only see me. <laughs> yeah, it's just, who's she talking about? I know the feeling, you know, like, I, I don't have any idea what she's talking about here, but um, <laughs> One of the things that you said, and I know it's not on our on our list of topics to discuss, but I've got to bring it up right away. I think it's such an important thing for people. And that's talking about the pitfalls, challenges, and opportunities that businesses have. It seems to me that especially when we are talking about startups and small mom and pops, one and two you know, people, businesses that have had a little bit of success and then it stops, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they go, well, what am I doing wrong? I've been doing this. Why are things not working anymore? You know, what do you tell them? How do you, how do you deal with something like that? Oh gosh, you give me like one of those hard questions right off the bat. My goodness, we just got on here. All right. Well, you know, it's it's actually it, it happens a lot, right? It happened to me for a long time too. I know when I was starting my business at first, it's like, oh, I'm open and everyone wants to try me out and see what I have. And then after a while, it's like crickets. There's nothing there. And I think the most important thing, and it's actually one of the things that I um 
that I talk about all the time is you need both intention and action to make magic in your business. So you can have all of the intention in the world. You can sit there and say like, I want to be a millionaire. I started this business. I'm getting all these great clients. I'm manifesting money. You know, you can go to the mountains with your crystals and your spandex and sit there and just, you know, manifest, you know, the bejesus out of yourself and nothing happens, right? And you can also take tons of action saying, okay, well, we started the business, no one's coming, so let's throw out this program or let's, let's do something over here. And it's like throwing spaghetti against the wall and again, nothing happens. So it's important to have both. And I think with new business owners in particular, they, you know, they have a plan and they're all set with the plan, but they're either not 100% in, like they're still a little tentative and their mindset isn't quite there or they have all this intention but don't have that plan and so i help them with both and i do think that that's the it's super important so for example if it's a new business and they say okay i want to be a million dollar business well a million dollar business is eighty three thousand three hundred and thirty three dollars a month so if you are selling widgets for you know 50 cents or you're seeing patients or clients for 50 dollars an hour you're not going to get there. So you really need to look at what's going on in your business and what needs to shift. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I hear people talking about all the time, I'm a business. I, you know, I sell uh, nail polish and, you know, I may make $150 a month and that's great. I'm in business. I can take a day off and go to lunch with my friends, <laughs> you know, and I'm going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine if that's all you want to do, but don't tell me you're a successful business. I, I love that. You know, there's a difference between a business and a company, right? Like a business is often just us. It is the person that's selling the nail polish or the coach that sees, you know, one or two clients a week. And a company is really something where you have systems and structures in place. So you can go on vacation, you can travel and you make money when you're not actually there working. And I think a lot of us start out like, oh, I'll just do a business. I'm a business owner. And you're right. They don't have a sustainable company, something that they can sell one day, something that that they can you know leave to their family and so there is a difference how do you share that though so that i mean I, i've gotten into massive arguments with people because i said that's not a, that's not a real business that's not you know that's giving you the ability to go out and have lunch a couple of times a month you know right. and and they fight me over it and they go nope i'm a business and I don't know how to explain to people that, again, that's fine if that's what they want. But let's look at your goals. What is it that you really want to have at the end of a year, at the end of five years from all of this? And are you going to get it by charging, you know, $50 an hour, two days a week? Yep. And I agree. You know, I see this a lot with multi-level marketing and direct marketing companies because people will say, okay, well, I bought the kit. It's like having my own business. And really you're a 1099 for a larger company. And so I think that, um, and it's nothing, you know, it's not, it's not bad. I'm not saying that that's not a good um, way to, you know, go out to lunch and maybe, you know, some people are successful. They do make quite a bit of money, but it's not their own business. They don't have any control over the thing, the policies and the systems and structures and all of that. They really are a 1099 employee for somebody else's company. Mm -hmm. And so, yes. And then I, and I, and I also, the other point, I think sometimes we forget to dream, right? I think, you know, we have so much junk in our past that tells us to stay small. And I think a lot of times people cannot see the dream, like they cannot see that they actually could do what they want. They could make more money and work less hours. Like that's foreign to a lot of folks. And one of the things that folks sometimes need is just someone to believe in them, right? And I know it sounds goofy, but like I remember when I was, when I was a kid and my mom would say to me like, no, you can't stay home, you're not sick. And I'm like, I'm sick, I don't wanna go to school. And I put the thermometer up next to the light. Um, not that, you know, if she's, if she's listening to this, don't tell her that I used to do that. And all I wanted was her to say to me, you know, Barbara, it's okay. I believe you, you can stay home. It, and that's what I see with my clients. And I don't know if you see that with your clients too. It's like, they just want someone to give them permission to go big. Yeah. 
Yeah. There are so many fears and, and, you know, fear of rejection, the fear of, of not looking good in somebody else's eyes. I can't tell you the number of times when I was starting out that my best friend who had a government job in Washington, DC, you know, would say, well, you know, why don't you just go get a job? I can't be fired. I have, you know, six weeks of paid vacation. I have this and that. Right. And I'm going, but I want to do this myself. You know, it's, it's so much. And you really got to have that dream. You've really got, but the other part of that is that you do need to plan for it. Yep. You know, and you've got to understand the fears. You've got to, my biggest fear is, and it wasn't, I was so afraid. I just got back from a two week trip where I was at a <clears throat> conference and convention. And my biggest fear the whole time I was there was that I wasn't going to be able to manage things while I was gone. You know, right. and everything was going to, I'm just starting to build traction and all of this and everything's going to collapse around me because I'm not there to run it. You know, and, and my assistant says, we got it. We got it. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. But my biggest fear is a fear of success because I'm so afraid that as I grow more successful, I'm not going to be able to handle it. So you stop yourself. Yep. You know? And, and if you have, and you talk about the systems and you talk about the organization, if you have those things in place, then you don't have to worry about it so much. Yep. And there's this fear, right? I don't want to spend money on setting up systems. I don't want to spend money on investing in a coach. I can barely make enough money as it is. I can't pay my bills. And and I get that, you know, I've had that. I mean, you know, many of us have where we're feeling like, oh my God, I need help, but I can't hire anyone or no one can do it as good as I can. Like that's the other one that I see all the time. And it's like, yes, they can't do it as good as you can. All right, like own that, that's fine. But if they can free up seven of your hours a week, how much more money could you bring into the business? You know, if you're paying someone 15 or 20 bucks an hour and you know, you have seven extra hours hours free, even if they, even if they do it in 14 hours, I mean, even if they do it in double the time, you're still going to be better off if you can bring new people into your company and sell your company. And I think that that's, you know, that's a big fear. And then I think we don't give people the support, right? Like I used to have all of these people helping me and they, they'd suck, you know, literally I give someone an assignment. I'm like, Oh, I could have done this quicker and cheaper and it would have been way better. So I'll just do it myself. And it's like, okay, yes, that happens. But if you don't train them, if you don't give them the resources, if you don't really spend the time, that's what's going to happen. And then of course, it's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. No one can do it as well as I can. Yeah. And, and I've been there and done that. I've had absolutely the most wonderful person helping me for the last couple of years. But it didn't happen overnight. Right. We needed, we're not sitting side by side. She's in a different country. She's in Canada. I'm here in the U.S. You know, most things, once in a while, sure, we'd pick up the phone. Most things are done by, you know, text and email and Google Docs. And, you know, it, it takes time to get a rhythm going. It takes yeah. And I'm, and I was going in the beginning, God, I can't afford this. And it's not getting done right. And I just said, okay calm down yeah. <laughs> no it's it will work and now we've just taken on a new person that's going to be doing all of the social media and again I'm sitting there in Florida and I'm going is she working what is she doing how <laughs> Well, and, and, and I get that, right? All of our stuff comes in and it's like, oh my God, I'm paying for this. I hardly have money for this and that and all this stuff. You know what I found? Actually, just um, a tip that has really helped me. So social media has been something that I have hired several people to help me with. And, um, you know, I've fired several people because that's one of those hard ones, right? Like, how can they get your voice and exactly how you want to put things out there? And then do they spell things right? You know, all of those pieces. But what I started doing was I actually started doing video training for folks. So now I wind up like anything that's important to me, I do a video just in case this person leaves and I need to train someone else. So they have like, I have like a video library of all the things that are important to me um, in different subjects. And that has been super helpful. 
Yeah. Do you know, because I've been doing that recently too, and I think it's a wonderful idea. I found this very cool piece of software that's called Loom. Have you heard of that? No, I've heard of Noom, which is like a weight loss thing, but what's what's Loom? L-O-O-M. Okay. And it is a video program that allows you to, you, you probably could do it with Zoom, but not as easily. You, you know, it allows you to have a little picture down in the corner where you're talking and then you share your screen or whatever. And you talk about, I just did a training. Uh, Somebody had asked me, how do I get rid of, I don't know how to get rid of people on my friends list on Facebook that I don't know how to do. I got on Loom and I actually went on and showed them the different places on Facebook where you connect and disconnect. And it's a wonderful training program. I love that. And, you know, the other piece is then you can use that at some point if you wanted to, to sell it. So you have, you know, you can train your staff or your contractors or whatever they are. You can keep it for your own little video library if you need it. And then you can also sell that. So that's... That's a wonderful, wonderful suggestion. I'm going to check that one out. That's great. It's free, which makes it even better. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You're listening to the Business and Financial Advice Show, Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, with your host, Nancy Becker. There's lots more to come. Nancy and her guest will be right back. Hey, you ready to go shopping? Sure, just let me go to the backyard and pick some $20 bills off the money tree. Oh, grab a few for me. A money tree? Hey, you ready to go shopping? I can't afford it. Really? How's your business coming along? Good, but sales could be better, and with all the expenses. You should join the Fast Track. Fast Track? It's the Fast Track Your Cash program. It gives you just the right momentum you need to boost your personal business. The Fast Track Your Cash program is professionally designed to target customers specifically tailored to your business, increasing your revenue. It can happen faster than you think. Feel more empowered with your own unique steps to give you back your time while making your business grow fast. Visit us right now at businesssuccessunlimited.com. Businesssuccessunlimited.com. Fast Track Your Cash, I'm joining today. What does business success look like to you? What does business success feel like to you? What stands between you and that feeling? Business success is all about momentum. Mega, the monthly entrepreneur growth academy will help you focus on the right things and start building that momentum. The Mega Group is a network of dedicated professionals. They provide focused training and excellent support as only a personal advisory group can. Learn tips, strategies, and valuable insights to unleash your productivity. Isn't it time to stop spinning your wheels? Go to don'twaittillpigsfly.com and join the mega group today. They're big, they're shy, they're invisible, and they fly. They're always late, they never arrive. Don't wait till pigs fly. Get your business momentum in action. Let's rejoin our host of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, Nancy Becker. You know what, one of my tools that I love, have you ever used BombBomb? I know I've, no. this is not a plug for these people, but BombBomb is bomb, bomb, and you can send video messages to people, and then they can see, you can see when they open it, and you can see when they play it. So like, I've sent a video message to someone, and she played it 27 times, and I'm like, mm, what the hell is wrong with that person? But you can see it. It's a great tool. So if you don't want to talk to people, and you just want to do a video, because, you know, I, I am like, I'm one of those introverts, so I prefer doing videos and hopping on the phone all the time. So that's another program that I love. Just I maybe. will check that out. I normally wait until 10 o'clock at night and call so I can leave voicemail messages. <laughs> no. Well, and I don't, I'm hoping this is helpful for your listeners. I'm thinking it is. But there's another program that I just started. It's called Slide Dial. Slide Dial. And you can leave voicemails. Yeah, you can buy. It's like $10 for 100 and you can leave voicemails. And I've actually used that because I do a lot of live events. And so one way to get people to come, make sure they show up, is doing that like little voicemail the day before the event. You know, you just kind of say, hey, I'm expecting you. I'm so excited to see you. So I did that for an event on Friday, which was great. 
Yeah, see, and that's what I geek out over this stuff. I love, you know, these tools that you can use. And, and that's what was so cool about going to this, uh, this conference last week was I'm writing down this one. This one sounds great. I want to use this one, you know. And, and in the expo hall, of course, there were all these booths and all these different, you know, people selling everything. And I knew I wasn't going to get out of there without buying a whole. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. You know, a whole blank load full. <laughs> That's the best part. Yeah, you know, it, so it's it's really cool that, you know, that uh, we could share these tools because that's what I want my listeners to get from these conversations is I don't want them taking 35 years like me to right. learn how to grow their business and going back to the planning and all of that, you've got a, you've got something that I read with the 30, if you want to make $30,000 in three months and you know, you have to make so much a week and a day in order to get to that point. I don't think people actually stop to think about that. And that, so there's never any forward motion because they, they, yeah, sure. I would love to make 30,000. Okay. And then they sit there and wait for pigs to fly. <laughs> yeah, right. They're just sitting there. Yep. They've yeah. had their crystals and waiting for the pigs to fly. I love it. I love it. No, I, I think that's really important. I think one of the pieces is, you know, we're so used to trading hours for dollars and we forget that sometimes we, we really need to think about what are the results that we give someone. So like, I don't, when someone says to me like, Barbara, how much are you an hour? I'm like, I look at them. They're like, they're crazy. I'm like, Oh, I don't know. I never really figured it out because I charge based on the results. And it's super important to know what, what your clients want. What is the one result they want? Do they want a financial transformation? Do they want an emotional transformation? Do they want a physiological transformation? And what is that worth to them? You know, what is it worth? I actually just did a Facebook Live a little while ago. Would you pay $10,000 to get an extra $150,000 in your business? And, you know, yes. I mean, most people would say, like, you're stupid if you say no. But people don't, they don't sell based on the results. So, like, when you're looking for a coach or a consultant or whatever, you don't ask the right questions. You don't say, like, I'm going to put an extra $150,000 in your business in six months you know, is that worth it? Will you invest? And so instead they think like, how many activities am I doing? How many times am I going to talk to somebody? What does that look like? So I really work with people to reframe that because I would pay, I would pay $20,000 to make $150,000. Makes perfect sense. So show me how I'm going to get there. Show me that your clients have gotten similar results and tell me where to sign. But yep. people don't do that. Yep. Well, and I think and I know for me, it was that way for a long time because I was in this scarcity mindset right. and, you know, no, I don't have the money for this. No, I don't have the money for that. I can't do that. I'll just do it myself. You know, so you hear, would you pay $10,000 and it shuts off. Right. Right. Yeah. And if you had, and I'm not saying it's $10,000, I don't know what kind of car you drive, but if you had all four of your tires go out tomorrow in your car and you needed to come up with $2,000, you would figure it out because it's important to you. Mm -hmm. And so the same thing, if you can show somebody how important it is for them to get the result that you're selling, then it's like, okay, it's a no brainer. But if you're hemming and hawing, say, well, yeah, maybe I can get you on this podcast and maybe you can get this and maybe you can get money. No one's going to buy that. So there's a confidence piece too, right? And it's like making sure that you get results, that people give you those testimonials. So you're really clear that you have those results selling based on those results and then communicating that instead of getting like wishy-washy when it comes to that money conversation because people figure stuff out. I was, I lived in scarcity, you know, I, I mean, I still do, you know, stuff happens and I'm like, oh my God, all my old crap comes up. You know, it does for lots of us. And I move through it as quickly as I can. But I know for a long time, like I learned, you can't prioritize what people do with their money. You cannot prioritize. So I've met with people that I've thought had no money and they figured it out. Or 
they said they had no money and then they go and buy a 1500 Louis Vuitton purse or you know they go out to dinner with four people at Dave and Buster's and kids and spend $300 on games you know and you're like what the hell so I learned like as a business owner you know all of that junk that comes up it's like throw it out the window because people will figure it out they'll find a way and make a way well and i think again thinking about me in this last week i think we need to figure out again priorities right you know we were in orlando we wanted to go to universal yes i wanted to go to universal in the worst way for years but here i am walking around this exhibition hall at this conference and i'm seeing all of this stuff you know and i'm going i'm drooling over the new microphones and, and everything <laughs> and i'm going all right i could go to universal for 300 dollars, or i can buy this microphone system for 300 dollars. Yep. you know i'm here for business sure it would be fun to go to universal but i want the microphone <laughs> right. it's like that microphone kept calling you every aisle you were going down. It's like, just get the damn microphone. Get it. Pictures of it. Couldn't go to Universal, and I'm okay with that because yep. you know this is going to help with my business. So I'll go to Universal some other time. <laughs> but that's the thing, right? You can't prioritize. So some people would choose Universal, and some people would choose that. And it's like you have no idea unless you're super psychic and can see everything in their head. Um, which I don't think we can. Um, I, I really believe that you can't prioritize. So all you can do is talk about the results you provide and hope that that person really gets it and really wants those results. Yeah, yeah. And I think the only way that they can really do that, I am a big proponent of planning, sitting there, writing it out, doing yeah. things, to it, it's wonderful and i and i do believe in affirmations and in that i never used to but i have been for the last couple of years i've been creating vision boards mm -hmm. and yeah i stop and i look at them and i change them about every six months and i've been looking back over them i take pictures and put them into my folder so that i have you know a picture of them every single vision board i've created in the last two years have come true that's amazing but i also know that everything that has happened to have those vision boards come true i've planned mm -hmm. i've worked my butt off to get and with my mind saying i am going to do this it allows me to you know create that forward motion so i think it's really important to have those strategies in place that will get you there i agree 100 percent. like i said you know you and i could sit here and try to manifest a million dollars and we could put on our thinking caps and scrunch up our eyes and our forehead really hard and nothing's going to flip and happen but if you know we want to get to a million dollars we need to say okay that's eighty three thousand three hundred and thirty three dollars a month so my programs are not near that price. Um, I'll have to do a gazillion of them to get there so something needs to shift. And I agree, I love the idea of um, having a vision for your organization. I do something called organizational story. So I have my clients write out, in a, I tell them to get like a beautiful journal and start writing out their organizational story, which is, you know, what do you, what do you want your business to look like in six months? Who are you working with? How are you spending your time? How much money is in your bank account? Who are you celebrating with? Like really write it out as if it was happening now, because I feel like if you don't have that vision, it's so hard to get that plan to get there, right? Like you need to know where you're going. And then what I tell them to do is I tell them, okay, then go home and get a piece of junky paper, get a bottle of wine, get incense, which always dates me. So now I've changed it to oils, get doTERRA oils, get a box of tissues, get a bubble bath, and write out why you're not there yet. Like, this is the place where you can blame your parents, blame the boss that didn't give you the promotion, blame your husband. Like, get it all out on this junky piece of paper and then ceremoniously get rid of it. So burn it, you know, throw it in the garbage, do like a whole bonfire. I had one client burn it on Facebook and record it and tag me in it. It was so cool. But the process of letting that go, like getting all of that crap that's in your head out is super cathartic. And it's funny because... 
I was never like an activity process person. I would always be the first one to roll my eyes and be like, oh, I want to do that. That seems like it's silly. It's going to take so much time. And this process really, really helps people because there's something about letting yourself feel all of those crappy feelings, no matter how ridiculous they may be, and getting rid of them so you can start working on your, your vision. The other thing I was going to just tell you um, about affirmations and mantras and all of that kind of stuff, I'm not a big proponent of them. However, what I like to do is I like to record myself saying how amazing I am. So like, I, I, I actually think like, you know, I tell my clients like, take two minutes and write down without being humble, all of your gifts, you know, everything that you can contribute to the world, all of your gifts, and then record yourself saying it. And when you have those days where you're like, oh God, everything is going crazy. I'm getting hit by this like spiritual two by four. My life sucks to start listening to that and remember that like you are amazing and you have all these great things. Are you a small business owner wondering about your next step for growth and success? What if you had your own dynamic group of professional peers, a group that supports your business with fresh new ideas, beneficial training, accountability, and more? Mega, the monthly Entrepreneur Growth Academy, is a professional peer advisory group dedicated to supporting fellow business owners. Learn about processes and strategies that will get you more time and money. When I first joined the Mega Group, I was struggling in a business that wasn't right for me. Now, I own a local business where I live out my passion every day. Last year, the revenue of my business tripled and we are on track to hit even bigger goals this year. The accountability and feedback of the Mega Group have been invaluable. The Mega Group can help you focus on the right things and start building momentum. Join the Mega Group today at don'twaittillpigsfly.com. Hey, you ready to go shopping? Sure, just let me go to the backyard and pick some $20 bills off the money tree. Oh, grab a few for me. A money tree? Hey, you ready to go shopping? I can't afford it. Really? How's your business coming along? Good, but sales could be better, and with all the expenses. You should join the Fast Track. Fast Track? It's the Fast Track Your Cash program. It gives you just the right momentum you need to boost your personal business. The Fast Track Your Cash program is professionally designed to target customers specifically tailored to your business, increasing your revenue. It can happen faster than you think. Feel more empowered with your own unique steps to give you back your time while making your business grow fast. Visit us right now at businesssuccessunlimited.com. Businesssuccessunlimited.com. Fast Track Your Cash. I'm joining today. Radio and podcast shows are the fastest growing media of the decade. The better the sound, the better the impact you will have with your listeners. Hi, I'm Scott. I'm a producer editor for radio and podcasts. If you have your own podcast, I can help with editing, improved audio quality, your own theme music, and intros and outros. Would you like a commercial for your small business? Connect with me for a sound approach to your podcasts and commercials. My email is scott at worldwithinreach.com. Scott at worldwithinreach.com. Let's rejoin our host of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, Nancy Becker. When I used to do affirmations, I'd be like, I am rich, I am powerful. And then I'd look at my damn bank account and it's like, you know what? It brings back the lack, right? I'm like, no, I'm not rich. I'm actually in lack. And this is just reminding me that I'm in lack. So instead, if you focus on all of your gifts and what you can contribute to the world and do it that way, it just feels a little more in alignment because I couldn't convince myself that I was rich when I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've had that same question. It's like, am I just, you're supposed to believe these things when you say them. And I go, it just makes me want to cry because right. it's like, not- I'm not rich. <laughs> yeah. Like I have a million dollars in my bank account. It's like, no, I got 375 bucks in there and a couple of change, a little bit of change to buy gas. It's like, yeah. no, that's not going to help. Yeah. yeah. No, that's wonderful. But so uh, 
But I think that's actually also a problem that we have in general is that from whatever, you know, when we were growing up, we weren't supposed to brag. Right. And so it makes it difficult for people to actually see their gifts and to see, you know, and there's definitely a difference between I'm a great conversationalist. I'm a great interviewer and, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm wonderful, you know, but people people look at the I'm wonderful part of it and they go, I can't say that. That's not true. And they don't get to the actual gift part of it. So I think that's really important. And that's why I tell them like for two minutes and usually people, I'm like, don't stop writing. And usually they keep going on after two minutes. And it's like, without being humble, like, what is so great about you? You know, and I have people say that they're honest, they're fun to be around, they can help other people with this, that, and the other. Like, you know, it's it's all over. And just let them brainstorm and like that free association. So you really can remember because we forget. Like you said, when we're kids, you know, we're actually born with two fears, the fear of being alone and the fear of falling. And every other fear is something that we've learned, right? So like when your family says, oh, you can't do that, you're not smart enough, or you're ditzy, or your book is never going to be on Oprah's book list, or, you know, or you're fat, or whatever those things are that you get told, that crap stays with you. And it's like, even if no one's still saying it, as soon as you start walking into your power, it's like, oh, no, shit, we're going to, sorry for cursing, but you're going to be like, you know, pushed down, you're going to be pushed down here, you're going to be pushed down here. And it's like all of these blocks. And that's why people think, oh, I have all these blocks I have to get through. They're perceived blocks because you're still living in that. You can get past that stuff. And I don't think a lot of us do. And it really impacts how we can build our business. Like I always say, you can have the best coach, you can have the best accountability partner, all of that. But if you have all this junk that you're still living in your old story, it's really hard to grow your business. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and somebody can <laughs> come up and, and say something to you like, oh, I love your podcast. You do such good work. I immediately go into, well, thank you. It's, it's because of all the wonderful people I have. It's not me. Oh, yeah, it is you. It is you. Like who started up with that name? I mean, that's the best name ever for a podcast. And you are a great conversationalist. Yeah. Thank you. But I mean, I think that's yeah. how we treat things. We Absolutely. don't know how to take compliments. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to, re- I, you know, if somebody says that to me, I should say, well, hell yes, I am. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> like, I put a lot of damn work in that. And I had some real idiots I interviewed. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, I, I'm going, has anybody heard me say that? I don't want anybody to hear me say that, you know? <laughs> so I, we, need to, we need to be more available, I think, for allowing these things. Because, yes, it does hold us back if yep. we don't, you know, if we don't accept those things. So let me actually see what questions we've got here now that oh, we're... Right. Oh, we have questions? Questions? <laughs> We're halfway through the interview now, so um, you you talk about and you actually had mentioned this before, where we're we're needing to figure out what it is. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back for a second. Okay. Um, I read not long ago. I read the new book by Simon Sinek that's called Start with Why. Uh huh. And I've heard a lot of people talking about that lately, and there's two interpretations of what he's talking about in that. And one of them is why are you running your business? What is it that you want to do and why you started your own business? The other interpretation, which actually is what I believe he's saying is that you need to understand what it is your client wants. And how do you, as a business, take what you want, take what they want, and merge the two together so that you thus become successful? Absolutely. Like, I agree with you. I agree with him. I agree with that interpretation. Absolutely. Because um, you really need to know what are the results or what are the outcome that your client wants. And can you provide that? And is it in alignment with your passion, with your sole purpose or your purpose? Um, I believe that we have a lot of passions, but we have one purpose. And that's just something that is, 
you know, it takes some people their whole lifetime to figure out what that is, but making sure that you're in alignment, right? Because you've, I'm sure you've seen all those people that hate their job or completely not in alignment and you're talking to them and you're like, this is a flipping robot in front of me. Like, I don't even know what this person's saying. They don't even, you know, they're telling me some sales script and I'm sitting here like, do, 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 got to get away. And they're not in alignment, right? And so it's important to know what your purpose is. And at the same time, if your purpose is not something that your target audience wants, your business is not going to grow. Um, one of my mentors, her name is Terry Levine, and she had given me this question that was super helpful for me in my business. And it's asking people, you know, when you want to know what your clients want, you ask them, if I could give you one result and only one result, what would that result be? And if you think, like I thought, oh, well, I'm a business strategist. People are going to say, I want to know how to grow my business. I want to know how to attract clients. I want to know all of these things. And I was incredibly surprised about a year ago when I put that question out, people were saying things to me like, I want confidence. I want to learn how you can move through trauma. I want to be a badass. And I'm like, oh, is that what people think? Do they think I'm a badass? I'm like, that's cool, I guess. And, but it was interesting because I was, I was thinking about doing a new program and I learned that if you just throw out a program and no one wants it, no one's going to buy it. So I wanted to find this answer out first, which made sense. So I actually launched a program called Own Your Badassery. And it was one of my, it is one of my most successful programs. And it addresses the results that the people that were following me wanted. I had been very unsuccessful with throwing out programs. You know, I'm a business strategist. I'm a coach. People are going to want to learn how to attract clients in 30 days. No, no one crickets. So again, it's so important to find out what is it that your clients want and then use that language in your marketing. Use your la that language in how you develop your program. See if there's any patterns there. And it's way better than just, you know, throwing spaghetti against the wall. Give us some tips on how do you actually get your potential clients to respond to a question like that? Okay, so I ask everybody. I don't only ask my clients. I ask everybody in the world that I know. Like I will send, I'll do a survey monkey, you know, one of those online survey programs with that question. I posted on Facebook. I messaged people. I emailed people. I had about 65 responses, which is really good yeah. for a question like that. But it was only one question, right? So if I could ask you, you know, if I could give you one result and only one result, what would that one result be? And I didn't give people extra information either. I didn't say like I'm a business strategist or whatever. I just let, I left it as an open-ended question because I really wanted to know what people wanted from me. So yeah, I just asked everyone. I did a lot on social media and my email list and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because I find it really difficult to get people to respond, but I'm not asking questions like that. I'm asking, you know, what would you like me as a business analyst to do to help you? And get nothing <laughs> you know? maybe it may just be because they think you're about to sell them something or whatever so that's why if you if you do a question that's a little bit more open-ended people don't feel like as on the spot like oh i have to sign up for something if she puts it out there uh that you know that's just one and i also ask in my facebook group so that's been a big thing having facebook groups has been very very helpful for me in my business because that's really where my tribe is right those are my people so um that has been huge for me growing my business yeah i'm having a fight over here with my cat who's trying to get I'm wondering what was going on <laughs> yeah, trying to get on my lap and i'm going you stay down right yeah. now <laughs> So if you hear a meow, that's what's going on. There. It's not me. Yeah, if anyone's listening, it's not me. Oh, and he knocks over my microphone. All right. So, okay. <laughs> Let's see. Moving on. It's talking about rewriting your own story. Mm -hmm. Tell us what you mean by that. So it's, it's kind of what we talked about before. It's about figuring out, you know, what is your organizational story? What is that vision? Where do you want to be? And then getting rid of the old junk that's in your mind, um, writing your, I call it your crap story or your, you know, junk story of why you're not there yet and getting rid of that in a ceremonious kind of way. Uh, and then always taking back out your organizational story and your vision and saying like, 
like using that kind of as a um, temperature gauge. When there's a shiny object that comes to you, you know, someone says, oh, do you want to be on this podcast? Or do you want to, you know, do you want to do this? Or do you want to help me move on Saturday? Or whatever it is, you take a step back and really say, okay, is this in alignment with my vision? Is this in alignment with my story? And, and, and say no. Like if, it, if it's not, literally say, you know what, for the next six months, I'm actually focusing on my business. So I can't go to coffee with you, or I'm not able to volunteer on this board or whatever. I think a lot of times we see these shiny objects and we think, oh, well, this may pay off for us one day, or this might help us, or I don't want to be mean and I'm going to do it. And then we sit there and we're like, why the heck did we agree to do things? So it's like, take out that story and be really clear. Um, it's kind of like that plan you, you know, you talked about like have like a really intentional plan and don't, and don't move from it. Be consistent. Yeah, I, I agree totally. And it, that can be really hard to say no mm -hmm. to somebody or something. And, and you go back and forth and back and forth. And, and I think anyone who says having a business is easy. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's, I don't think there's anything more difficult in the world. And I've been an employee, I've owned my own business, I've gone through, you know, medical situations, uh, everything under the sun. But I think the stick to itiveness and the making sure that you do what you want to do of owning your own business is one of the most difficult things I have ever done in my life. And it's one of the most fun things too, though, right? So yeah, I mean, I really say it's, you know, it's about making it easy and effortless and joyful and fun. And if it's not that way, then it's time to shift and pivot. Yep. You know, it's like, you've got to pivot, you've got to do something. And I think a lot of times we get these signs and it's like, we ignore them, we ignore them, we ignore them. And then we do get hit over the head by that spiritual two by four. That's like, see this, you need to shift. And it's like, do it. Yeah. There's, there's a story that I love when we get into conversations like this. There's a story I love to share. And it's about this city, this place that had a major flood. And the people are trying to figure out how they're going to save themselves and get out of it. And this one guy just, you know, he, he sees um, people saying, hey, we got to get out now you know, before the water comes. He says, no, I'm going to wait. I'll, I'll have a sign when it's time to leave. Then the water's rising and a boat comes running by, you know, and the people say, hey, come on, let's get on the boat and go and go to safety. No, nope, I'm waiting for a sign. <laughs> then he gets up to the roof because the water's so high, you know, and he's sitting there on the roof and a helicopter flies by and the helicopter says, come on, we'll take you out of here. And he says, no, I'm waiting for a sign. And then all of a sudden he hears this voice and it says, hey, I've sent you three signs already. What are you <laughs> I love it. I love it. I know it is. It's exactly what I was saying. Like you get that hit over the head and it's like, oh my God, you need to do something or just close up shop. <laughs> just done. And unfortunately, by that time, it's probably to the point where you basically have to close up shop because you've not seen any of this. Yep. So, yep. I love it. Well, Barbara, what have we not discussed so far? <laughs> like in everything or just on this list here? Let's see. Um, I think, um, you know, I don't know if there's anything else that I really love to share, except um, part of it, I think, of being a successful business owner is learning to trust yourself. And I know, I, I say on one hand, get someone that's a great accountability partner or coach, someone that's doing better than you, by the way, not someone that is quote unquote struggling. There's nothing worse than two struggling people trying to help each other grow their business. That's one thing I will say for sure. And at the same time, I also feel like it's important to trust your gut and not use someone else as the, you know, the North star for your business. Like you really do need to take a step back and learn how to trust yourself again, because a lot of times we forget, we second guess ourselves and we wind up staying in our mind and not making decisions. And so I would recommend like take a step back, 
and really feel in like what is your first reaction to something so when someone says help me move on saturday or do you want to be on the board or whatever it is you know whatever your first reaction is is usually your intuition the second thing that hits you is your logical mind and your intuition is not sexy right like there's no like big sign like oh you must do this like this big sign from spirit god universe whatever it is it's sometimes just you know you know right off the bat like i want to help these people move that sounds awful and then your mind is like oh but they're nice and they helped me once when i was sad and blah 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 it's like go with your gut like just go with your first reaction and not second guess don't get caught in your in your in your junk in your head yeah, absolutely i couldn't agree with that more so well listen we have had a wonderful wonderful conversation i know that my listeners are loving everything you've said if somebody says i want to work with you Tell us what you've got going right now. How does somebody get in touch with you? The best thing actually is for them to go to businessbreakthroughwebinar.com. And I'm hoping that your listeners can spell that because I don't know if I can do that and talk and think at the same time. Businessbreakthroughwebinar.com. Um, and I have a webinar up there. And I think the best way to work with me is just get a sense of how I work and see if it's something you resonate with. There's a way at the end of the webinar to do a discovery session with me. But really, I prefer that people just kind of see before you know um before they say oh let's work together right away it's like just check me out a little bit more so i would say go there okay great everybody we will have that listed on the bottom of oh you don't have to spell it <laughs> <laughs> so if you have any questions you can write a question on the bottom of this podcast it will be going live soon in a couple of weeks but we have a wonderful podcast every single week they air thursday evenings at 5 p.m eastern at flyingpigs.podbean.com and we'd love to have you listen share download subscribe you know help us get these messages out to more people who really need to hear them Again, thank you so much. It was wonderful talking with you. And I really look forward to meeting you again and talking some more in the future. So thank you so much. That's our show for today. We'd like to extend special thanks to our great guest, our sponsors, and our wonderful listeners. Today's show was produced by Scott Card. To find more of Nancy's podcasts and our sponsors, go to don't wait till pigs fly.com.